0: Hello. This is Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M, Marvel's Executive Editorial Director for Marvel's Digital Media Group. I'm at E3 2012, joined by a bunch of great people, including, this is Marvel.com Assistant Editor, Mark Strom,
1: a.k.a. Stromy. And I'm Chris Baker, the Interactive Manager for Marvel Video Games. And I'm Mel Kirk. I'm the Chief
0: Co-Distribution Officer for N Studios, a.k.a. Marketing PR licensing, talking with all the cool people. Living (laughs) a life of infamy. That's a great title, honestly, I've never heard. Chief Code Officer? Chief Code Distribution. Just means I give out all the codes to all the people who want to play the games. Yeah, every once in a while I'll give away codes, and that's all thanks to Mel. So we're here at E3. We've been playing Marvel Pinball a bunch. We got to check out the new tables that are coming out this summer. Mel, why don't you run down those new tables? Yeah, we've got four brand new tables that make up the Avengers Chronicles pack. World War Hulk, which is centered around the big angry green guy. Lots of ramps, lots of uh, fights, big angry experience. have uh, very- got... Based on um, the Feared Cell series. Lots of secrets in that table. A lot of use of magnets, probably our best use of magnets in a table so far. How do they work? On the table, they actually affect uh, gameplay and they affect the ball in many ways. Yeah. In fact, there's a ramp that goes all the way around the table. And on the magnet save, you actually trigger the ramps or the magnets uh, with the clippers, um, which help you to achieve uh, modes and complete missions. Also, and we follows the storyline quite closely. Um, you've got Scotty in there, uh, the daughter of Red Skull, you've got Serpent. A really cool intro. I love the ball launch. It's a big surprise to you guys. It's a new take on the whole ball launch. Scotty will do this really cool martial arts style move across the table and slam down with her, her weapon, whatever the thing is called. A hammer. A hammer. A hammer. Some crazy <laughs> word. Which is uh, freaking awesome. Yeah. And we've got the Infinity Gauntlet, which is probably our biggest take so far on turning a pinball table into a video game. Each gem is represented on the table with its own mode, and from things like flipping the table completely upside down, to big blocks of rock coming down that you've got to break apart that are you know, interfering with the ball. Just things that aren't traditional on the table that are really fun in a video game world. So we're taking new liberty in that regard. Also, highest production value today, probably 129 lines of voice. If you want to find out more about Thanos, this is a good place to I know that he had his book there at the end of the Avengers movie. So spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Avengers, or <laughs> oh my god, what is is I can't even. I don't even know you. You can tell I'm not good at this. <laughs> if you're excited. listening to this
1: podcast and you haven't seen
0: Avengers, I can't help you. <laughs> <It'd> be,
1: <laughs> be That'd be pretty amazing. If you are the person listening to this podcast and you haven't seen Avengers yet, that would be amazing. Yeah, like It'd be Ryan.
0: Let yeah, me let me know about that. <laughs> yeah. So watch your credits. <laughs> <laughs> Ten twim demerits if you haven't seen Avengers yet. <laughs> Of the Avengers movie, we have the table, which is based on the film. A lot of events that take place in the movie are uh, included in the table. The table setting is a helicarrier. You've got cool things going on in the movie, and once again, I want to speak to it in case you haven't seen the film. <laughs> I'm off the hook, right? <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite table, Chris?
1: You're a big pinball aficionado, and you work heavily with Zen. Mine would have to be the Infinity Gauntlet, if for no other reason than it is. It is probably the, uh, ever since I started doing these tables, it's probably the one that I've, Personally, just wanted to see happen because it just seems like such a natural fit that all of the gems turn into balls themselves, which they do. Every everyone has its own powers that, you know, kind of respect whatever they are. Like, you know, like Mel mentioned the reality gym, we've got a soul gym that takes you to Soul World. Um, which is awesome. We were just playing that a little bit ago. That was really cool. Video game debut of Judge Krator.
0: For those of you who listen to the podcast all the time, we have talked about Judge Krator many times on the show. He is the crazy dude, like the short squat dude who looks like a teacher him. Yes. He's in Soul World and he's in the Soul Gem and it's magnificent to see him on the game. It's very cool. Yes. Yeah. And Back to Infinity Gauntlet, I just gotta say we gotta give Mr. Chris Baker a lot of credit because a lot of the ideas he helped develop and this table is awesome because it was as or, the entire Marvel series and we would say that openly about Chris, but he's been awesome working with. He's alright. How does a table basically get from start to finish, how does it come together between the two of you guys working? How much time do we have? <laughs> I don't know I mean we all kind of put our heads together and figure out you know what character we should base something on it, it's usually mutually agreed upon but sometimes you know the game group is like well, why the heck you guys want to do that <laughs> and then we kind of tell them why and then usually yeah. you know we end up like Blade it's kind of in that case Moon Knight it kind of fell in that category but you know we come up with a game design doc and we pass it back and forth and share ideas and cut and edit and, and do all the stuff and then we go into a
1: the first bulb, and Chris gets to look at it at that point. Eating off of what he said a second ago, with, with some of the more oddball picks, I think anyone who's played the Moon Knight table would agree it's one of the better ones that's out there. Period. It's one of my favorite video game pinball tables that I've ever played. But yeah, so you know, we, we, at Marvel we take a look at the concept. Sometimes there are ways that we can further Marvelize something. I think one of the earliest examples that sticks in my head is on the Wolverine table. They had the word claws, you saw the word seal. AWS, And it was like, make it snit. you know? <laughs> you gotta, you know, get as much Marvel in there as you can. You know, for these tables, we've done a lot to make sure that there is actual comic book dialogue in there as much as possible. I think, mean, again, on Infinity Gauntlet, you read through that and it's like just line after line of Thanos saying uh, things that are very quotable, like quick, very quippy, very video game friendly. It, that's probably got the highest percentage of anything that's like video game dialogue and like that sort of thing. But yeah, you know, we take a look early on, see if it's fun. You know, these guys have such an expertise in making pinball games that they almost get a free pass at the alpha stage or whatever, and you know, when it gets to, like, beta, which is when everything is in the game, that's when we can really, like, fully evaluate it and make sure that, you know, that we're enjoying it, that all the characters are represented correctly. Maybe there's a couple of last-minute changes we can make. You know, I'm actually working on a table right now that's at a data stage that is uh, past these. Then by the time it's new candidate, it's pretty happy to say, Hey, you guys did a great job, it's ready to go. What's the process like for you guys then in choosing which characters or which storylines you want to make a table out of?
0: Well at first, it was—I mean, it was somewhat obvious. There was like the—you know—there's Spider-Man and Wolverine and Iron Man. The guys in the studio, first of all, are, are huge Marvel fans. When you go to Budapest, we have this huge statue of Iron Man that greets you right when you walk in, and everyone's like little toys, figurines, and stuff around. So they're kind of—they were childhood heroes of a lot of these guys, and so they're just picking what was their favorite. Everything that we do is built from the ground up, so it doesn't matter who we did, but we just want to do work with guys and characters that are really approachable that we can build really defining moments in the table you know Spider-Man was probably one of the best examples early with like the web ramps you know just the, the whole th- uh, theme was just around Spider-Man and taking those little things that'll make it authentic Wolverine was like really fast and, and compact and so those, some of those are more obvious choices that we can do more obscure guys I mean we could build a table out of all of them I mean, really we could because we take we customize so much but I just think we work with who we enjoy as kids and who we enjoyed today. I want a cable table. <laughs> <laughs> also because it's fun to say cable table. Cable <laughs> because he's awesome. How many tables do we have so far for Marvel Pinball, including the Avengers Chronicle tables coming in? Four, yeah. eight, and 14 will be out <laughs> shortly. We'll have a total of fourteen. Yeah.
1: That's incredible. Three, that's three packs of four and two individual ones. That's what were the two right. Captain American Fantastic Four by himself? Right
0: know, how do they get these tables? Because they're available on a number of platforms, and even a a number of different sort of ways. Yeah, if you're on the console, you can download Pinball FX2 on uh, Xbox, which is on Xbox Arcade. That's actually a free download. And then you can go in there and you can pick out which tables you want to buy, and the entire Marvel collection is there. PlayStation, right now it's Marvel Pinball. Very soon we will release Zen Pinball 2, which will bring all of our original tables plus the Marvel collections um, together. And if you get any of those tables, you also can access those on your PS Vita at no extra charge. So it's kinda of cool. go by the table once and get it on both screens. We just announced Marvel Pinball three D to release a Nintendo three D S on the eShop here like late June, early July and four tables there. That's Blade, South America, Fantastic Four, and Iron Man. And then there'll be uh, more DLC coming for that. You can download Zen Pinball on your iPad or iPhone. And that's another free download. comes with one of our original tables absolutely free. Like No advertising. You just can play it as much as you want. And the Marvel tables are making their way there. We already have three or four out. And Zen Pinball THD on Android. And we're also taking Marvel Pinball to new platforms. As the year progresses, there'll be you'll see PC Releases, you'll see Mac releases, some new consoles that haven't really been talked about yet, kind of things. So what? Lots of stuff happening. New consoles. Interesting. All right. What do you think is the most popular community? Like which group plays the most games? Because you have. Great community around pinball and Marvel pinball games, especially what I see because I play it on 360, so I see all the scores. of Like every one of my friends has played at least one of the Marvel tables, and I'm always looking at the scores. And Dan Flott is always trying to one up either you or me on something. <laughs> so we've got a great community. And I mean, I could spit out numbers if you look at our leaderboards. I mean, all told across console now, like I think we're close to half a million players for Marvel pinball, which is uh, you know. Phenomenal phenomenal. I would say that like the social things that are built into Pinball FX2 probably allow it to be a more vibrant community at this point, but with Zen Pinball 2 coming online, and we have uh, upped the social game on that as well. It'll connect people the same way, you it'll know, really get a good social interaction. Marvel Pinball has it in there, but uh, I mean, community wise, yeah, I always get you know, the notifications in my inbox, like, so-and-so beat your score, and they always customize it to like make me really mad, and <laughs> you want to go to beat them again, but uh, there's some good competition going on. Out of these tables or any like special hints, tips that you would give to players who are going to get Avengers Chronicles? Yeah, look at the rule sheet. Um, Because we were sitting there playing and, and I was having a little trouble but you were saying do this or try this and you were doing that too. You were giving me sort of pointers like go for these ramps or do that? When in doubt in pinball, follow the flashing lights and the flashing ramps. Usually you'll make the cool stuff happen and you'll progress through the game. The thing about pinball, a lot of times you'll make something happen and you won't understand how you did it and you're like, oh, how do I do that again? And It's kind of the more time you spend on the table, it'll start to feel really familiar to you and then you can start doing stuff you want. That's what's great about this game. It's simple to play and you got a ball and two clippers. At the discovery level, there's times I'll be playing one of the tables and I'll see something new for the first time and I mean i played the table 100, 200 times so I'm like whoa what I didn't even know that was there there's just a lot of
1: hidden secrets in them yeah so I, I think in, in this set uh, particularly uh, here itself was one where I just like the first maybe two or three games I just wasn't getting it I figured out how the magnets works and all that it was like wow this is really cool and really different you know, I think that's one thing that, that these tables all managed to do is do something really unique that you don't really see on other things like I don't think we talked about on Avengers <laughs> I mean there are six different balls that you can choose from each represents an actual Avenger and has like iconography like you'll see Captain America's star and you know stripes on it, Captain America, one of all screen, that's the Hulk, etc. They all have like their own kind of uh, buffs like you know you shoot the ball with Hawkeye, you can get a bonus on your still shot. You know something we tried to make it make sense to the character in that
0: we were playing the World War Hulk table and we were talking about have like some of the characters come into the table. Do you guys have favorite or, or really cool ways that the characters around the table interact with, with you as you're playing? Like, Doctor Strange or World War Hulk, for instance, or something like that? Yeah, well, each of the boss fights are different, and each character, you know, utilizes their strengths and their weapons and powers, but they all have different entries. It's not just like the, whoever, say, fighting Wolverine. Wolverine enters a different point, and I don't want to give it all away, but, you know, versus Iron Man when he flies in, I mean, it, it's all different, so we try to make the table, like, have a unique feel
1: uh, every time something different is happening. Yeah, and, and you know, Just to expand upon that, like, you know, to go back to what I mentioned earlier about comic book dialogue, when Wolverine fights Hulk, it is dialogue that comes straight out of the X-Men World War Hulk series. You know, and when he fights Doctor Strange, you know, there's a line you might remember, Strange Smash, you know, and that's in there too. So we tried to make things faithful to Sometimes you have to adapt the line because maybe it's really long, we're able to just throw in the lines of, as they are, and it makes for really cool interactions. In you know, any gauntlet, you've got Adam Warlock and Silver Surfer going back and forth, while Thanos just spouts out his Thanosism <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. So, do you guys
0: have any favorite characters or storylines that you would like to potentially maybe develop in the future? Things you could do. I mean, there's always a yes to that. Look, I'm putting it out there. I will not be happy unless you guys do an Executioner's Song table. This is the 25th anniversary of Executioner's Song, what is commonly known as the single greatest comic book story ever created. So. I'm putting that on YouTube. Wait, no, this isn't the 25th anniversary. This is the 15th. Maybe. No, it's not even the 15th. 20. 20th. 20th. Sorry. 20th. It's the 20th anniversary is- of the single greatest comic book story ever created Executioner's Song. Ryan, if we made that, would you do the honor of writing the Executioner's Song? Yes. Without a doubt, so, <laughs> I will team with Nick Lowe, our <laughs> senior editor for the X-Men comics. We will create an executioner's song for everything. We're gonna we're gonna do a, a bunch of celebrations. Do you have any sample lyrics for it? Stab, stab, his eyes. Oh my God! There's Cable. Look at Strife. Oh my God! It's Apocalypse. That's a little. I need simple. to work on the rhyming a little bit. The rhyming it's is got kind of to roll off pretty smooth. Though. Yeah. Guy voice Sinister. <laughs> <laughs> No. No? Can we have a sinister sample? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love the summer's children. It just sounds creepy <laughs> weird. That so sounds it's, sinister. It's a good <laughs> sinister. All right, awesome. We're getting a little weird right now, so I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for joining us on This Week in Marvel. Listeners, check out Zen Pinball and Marvel Pinball on just about any platform you want. It's really terrific. It's a lot of fun. And again, you can play for free, sample the game in a style, and then you can get more if you want more, and I know you'll want more. All right, guys, this is Marvel, your universe.